Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey guys, today I'm here with Josh Eady. He is a director, producer, actor, model, everything entertainment, and we are super excited to be chatting with you today. I actually went on to his podcast last week and we had a great conversation. He's such an awesome guy, and I just wanted to pick his brain today on how he kind of reached success in this industry and any big tips he has and just kind of like his philosophies on life. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this. He's a super interesting guy. So welcome, Josh. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. That was probably the dopest introduction anyone's ever given me. So I'm very, very humbled by that. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. Oh my God. Of course, of course. I just winged it, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you nailed it. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. So sh- yeah, great. So should we just kind of get started? Um, You know, maybe you could let the listeners know a bit about your story and how you decided to get into the entertainment industry and, you know, what you kind of, what steps you took to now see so much success, you know, you're an actor on a Netflix uh, TV show, if I'm right. And uh, you've had a lot of experience in this industry and a lot of people want to be in this industry. So let's kind of talk about your background, your story, how you got into this. Yeah, awesome. Um, so I'm originally from South Africa, which is where I'm right now. Um, born and raised in South Africa, moved around the country quite a lot, lived in a bunch of different houses, went to a bunch of different schools, uh, raised in four different cities around the country. Um, and that was probably, you know, at the time being young and going through high school and primary school, that was really difficult. But looking back, I think it was probably my, my biggest blessing when it comes to benefiting me towards the industry that I'm in now. Um, yeah, I, I, I first started showing interest in acting. I must've been like 10 years old. Um, and I, I, I really enjoyed performing for people and being on stage um, and being the center of attention, if 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 I may, at that at that age, right? Being being young, that's all I understood out of it. Um, and then as you get older, you kind of realize it's not all about you. Um, it's more about you know portraying a certain feeling and emotion and evoking certain feelings that allows the audience to feel what you're trying to you know convey. And that started sticking with me. This whole uh, you know, starting to understand uh, different people's emotions and human interactions and, you know, basically just being human um, and being, you know, as interactive with each other as we can and then portraying that in a way that helps people to understand and give them something to relate to. So I fell in love with that. I uh, did a lot of theater, a lot of dances and singing and stuff on stage, which I hope never comes up ever i hope no one can ever find that stuff but did a lot of that kind of stuff and then i read up that charlie's Theron, um who's originally from south africa uh that she had gone into modeling and through modeling was able to get acting right and in my naive you know younger age um i decided dope that's got to be the way to do it and i applied to a bunch of different modeling agencies and all of them said no except for one. Uh, so I went with them, got into the industry, started modeling. Uh, didn't really enjoy it. Um, it's just not really, not really my my area. And through that, landed my first film almost by chance, if I may, because um, they couldn't find anyone to fill this role. 
And my agents knew that I had this passion for acting and kind of just, you know, put me forward and said, listen, dude, you know, we know you love doing it. Do you want to go give this a shot? And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Put me, put me forward for that one. Went in audition, got it. Um, and then yeah, ball just kind of started rolling from there. I used, I used that job to apply for an agent here in Cape Town. Um, and then through that agent, uh, landed, um, a, a smaller role on the kissing booth as well as some episodes for some series and some pilots and some stuff like that, some commercials and all of that. And yeah, I was recently just in, just in Canada and signed with an agent there. So thank the Lord. That's a huge blessing. She's an absolute angel. Um, yeah. And that's, that's in a nutshell, that's basically, basically how I got to where I am now. That's incredible. Wow. It really just takes persistence and, you know, just keep, keep putting the movements forward and just keep trying. And then finally something will stick. I truly believe that it's like, if you want anything in life, like it's anything's possible. You just have to keep working towards it and, you know, keep failing because the more that you fail, the closer you are to your goal is is honestly what I think. Mm. No, I, I, I completely agree with you. And I think there's, you know, there's, there's so much to talk about behind failure um and not getting it right um and still to this day i feel like i haven't achieved half of the stuff that i want to um you know and there's so much more that i want to do and i still don't feel that i've reached half my potential and i still don't feel you know as you know not even far as talented as i think i should be um and that's just you know one me being hard on myself and two just being very motivated to do this kind of thing and i think you know those kind of characteristics in people kind of help through failure. Um, you know, if, 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 if you were constantly getting the job and constantly getting it right, you wouldn't be learning, learning anything. I don't, I don't know anyone that's getting that right at the moment where everything just goes well. And, you know, it's kind of like in, in failure and in attempting and in learning and in the frustrations and in all the ups and downs, I look back and I'm like, shit, well, that's life you know, all the, all the time sleeping on friends' couches and, you know, long conversations with my parents about not having money and, you know, got to go get a job. And I put my parents through the most shame. Um, but yeah, even, even when something feels impossible and it feels like, you know, it's, it's not in your reach. I think if you, if you put the effort into it, then, you know, somehow through the grace of God and through the universe or through whatever things just start coming into your grasp. Um, and you start to get this, you know, this confidence and this understanding towards what it is that you're trying to achieve. Um, and it starts to become more and more and more accessible to you. Um, and you can kind of start, you know, like stepping stones kind of, kind of bouncing through. Um, but yeah, it, 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 there's definitely so many stories of, of, of failing. And, you know, like I said, I don't think I've learned half my lessons even now already. So let's see what's coming. (laughs) Yeah, you're so right. It nobody like what you just said there is spot on. Nobody, literally nobody achieves without failing at least something. Like it's so rare. It just doesn't happen. So when I back in the day when I went through my whole personal growth journey, which you you know of because we recorded that podcast together, um, yeah. you know, I I started to try to condition my mind to think, okay, I want to fail a lot because that means I'm closer to where I want to be. So every time I would, you know, be faced with a failure in quotes, I would be like amped up because I'd be, you know, excited. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm getting closer. Like I'm one 
no closer to where I want to be. And how many no's is that going to be? Maybe 100, like 50? I have no idea. But I'm now one step closer to where I want to be. And that's my philosophy with like relationships as well. If I have any friends that come up to me asking for relationship advice, or they're sad because a guy, you know, stopped liking them and, you know, broke up with them. I'm just like, babe, it's fine. Because now you're one step closer to who you're supposed to be with, right? So it kind of goes with everything in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what's meant to be is meant to be, what isn't isn't, and it will prove it to you, to you and prove it to yourself, right? So I just love that, what you said there. It's so true. You have to become yeah. like comfortable with the failure and just see the lessons from it. Yeah, yeah you, you're completely spot on. And I think I like the fact that you involved relationships and people because still to this day, that's probably my my biggest struggle at the moment is, you know, people um, and trying my best to understand people's intentions and people's reasoning, um, you know, and good and bad intentions and relationships and friendships and how to navigate all of that. Um, it's hard. That's, that's relationships and people and the interactions between us are a massive part of life. Um, and that's, yeah, like I said, when, you know, when you, when you go through all these failures and you look back and you go, Hey, that was life. I look back at all the relationships I've had and the friends I've had and the ones that I still keep and the ones that I'm going to make. And I'm like, shit, you know, like that's life, you know, the, the, the moment sitting down with, with, with a mom or dad or the moment sitting down with a friend. And there's that, whether it's 10 seconds, 10 minutes or 10 hours, there's that moment in time where there's just a connection and it almost feels like time stands still, but it's going really fast at the same time. And I'm, I'm, I'm making it sound very romantic, but that's just, you know, my understanding of, of this moment where you giving and you're learning at the same time. And what I give to you uh, is, is something that you can value um, and something that you can apply to yourself and you can apply to going forward. And it, and you know, it, it, it applies to personal growth for both of us and, you know, what you giving me, I highly value and there's that awesome energy between two people and trying to get that and trying to get that authenticity out of people and trying to build special relationships is very difficult. Um, There's so many obstacles and situations and struggles and differences and stuff in life that happens. Um, And it's, it's very difficult to not point the finger and or feel very guilty for a certain relationship or friendship that, you know, might've gone wrong or is going wrong or will go wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And what you were just saying there about living in the moment and like when it feels like time stops, like that is what I seek on a daily basis. Like that is my why, because it's like, I just want to be alive. I actually have the word alive written in my handwriting on a tattoo on my wrist. Like I literally just want to be alive all the time. And I want to do things that make me feel good and make me feel alive. And it's like, do less of those things that are mind numbing. Like, yes, they have a time and place like watching TV or like, I don't know, like just anything that like numbs you out mentally. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to avoid that as much as possible. Right. So it's like, you know, watching too much TV, overeating, like any like numbing activity that doesn't make you feel good. I just want to avoid because I just want to feel good and live and I feel alive and feel that thrill of being human. And like, I love that you said that about relationships. I feel the same. And, you know, we don't want to regret and look back and regret not feeling that way with certain loved ones or in relationships. Like, 
you know, I know in my personal relationship with my boyfriend, like the best times we've ever had is when we're both so present with each other and you, cause you just remember it better and it's like so special. So that's like my huge goal this year is just be in the moment more, feel alive, be conscious, like get off social media. If I'm numbingly scrolling, like just being aware, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. And it's such a dope segue. So to everyone listening, Mimi is so freaking good at her job because I was literally thinking of the social media and this numbing thing today. And that's why I'm so glad you went into this, into the segment of, of staying away from social media and stuff like that. And it's, it's been on my mind for a while why I start struggling with Instagram in, in particular. And I start getting resentful towards the people that I follow. And this is just me being 100% honest and what I'm, what I'm currently working on. Um, I, I start to get resentful and almost angry at the fact that Instagram uh, pretends to be so real, but at the same time, it, it, it's such a facade in, in so many ways. And there's so many people like yourself and, uh, you know, a lot of other people that I follow. So, you know, minority that I'm, that I'm talking about that just keep things so real and genuine. Um, and that's what keeps me coming back to social media, right? Is that it, especially now in lockdown, it doesn't have to be someone on my front, you know, like on my, on my front doorstep that I can connect with and get that longing and that, uh, that value and that energy from someone. I can find it through Instagram, through people that are doing it the right way and coming across as extremely genuine and just giving and giving back to people. Um, it doesn't have to be money or, you know, like, a, a tangible item it can just be a positive energy it can be words of affirmation it can be words of encouragement like whatever it may be there's just this sense of generosity and humility that comes out of humility sorry not humility that that comes out of people that are that are doing it the right way and so i decided mm-hmm. earlier today i was like i need to spend so much more time away from social media just in that it um it it both becomes an excuse, uh, like you said, to to numb and to pass the time. Um, but at the same time, I find myself trying to find reasonings for why I feel the way I feel or think the way I think because you get into this negative spiral of no one else thinks the way that I do and no one else feels the way that I do and no one's going through the struggles that I go through, right? Because things are so objectified over Instagram and things are so, you know, I look like this and I live like this and I think like this and I'm so happy and I'm so beautiful and I'm so that it all the time that you're constantly getting that whole image shoved down your throat all the time. And it's, it's, it's been my, my own flaw. Um, and I've been putting a lot of attention into this where I start getting so frustrated with, it can it, it can be the stupidest things, but small things on Instagram that I'm like I I'm genuinely really just struggling with people. Um, so yeah, to exactly what you said, just kind of staying away and rather just finding time in yourself, I guess, um, and just spending time. And now's the perfect time to do this to just spend time with your thoughts and your feelings. And the most imp- one of the most important pieces of information that my mom ever gave me. Um, I came home really, really angry, but like super pissed off about whatever it was. It just shows you how insignificant it was, but 
came home really upset about something and I was going off shouting and screaming and like trying to process the situation. And my mom came into my room and she was like, what's up? And I explained it all to her and she was like, okay, cool. She kind of just took it in. And I said, mom, I'm like, I'm, I'm really fucking angry right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling with this. And she turned around and just went good. You know, like if, if that's how you feel, you're allowed to feel whatever it is that you want to feel. Um, if something upsets you, if something makes you happy, if something makes you want to scream, if something makes you want to cry, it's your right. And it's also in your benefit to evoke that emotion. And if something upsets you, be upset. If you, you know, miss a relationship or you're going through a hard time or you, you know, there's, there's something that you're struggling with or dealing with. Don't go through your day having this attitude of, I have to be fine. I have to not be angry because it's wrong to be angry or I have to not feel better. I have to like rather feel the emotion, feel what you're feeling, go through it, write about it, express it, experience this emotion and find a way to better it and overcome it. And that's kind of in a, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to do with social media right now. I have to make things as simple for myself as possible and I think that's the best way to deal with social media, you know, that, yes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with it and I struggle with people immensely um, and it frustrates me, but I'm allowed to feel that way. But I don't have the right, you know, to go on Instagram and be angry at everyone else because it frustrates me. It's me just being full of shit and, you know, it's, it's, it's my own issues. So rather feel the emotions you're feeling. You're allowed to feel what you feel, um, overcome it and come out of it a better person, you know. Yeah, I totally know. I know. It's like, I just love what you said there. It just makes so much sense. And like, I, I just, I feel like everyone needs to listen to this right now. Like truly, truly listen to this and understand that when you're sucked in on your phone, you're in a vortex, like you're fully in a vortex and you have zero control over your consciousness. And the best thing to do to feel happy again is to just a get off of your phone get off of social media you know do something that feels really good for yourself so for example when I'm feeling like I just I'm numbed out from technology I need to just like you know regain my thoughts and all that jazz I will go on a walk and listen to a podcast or I'll journal or I'll actually turn my phone physically on airplane mode so I don't have that craving to go back on it because it really especially with our generation Josh like it really seriously is a big problem i think don't you think oh i I agree with you i think you've nailed it on the head there completely i think there's um already without social media for our generation and the younger generation there's already so much that you are dealing with there's so much information that you're trying to process throughout the day um there's so many situations that life is going to throw at you and especially now, this whole lockdown thing and everything, it, it's its really hard. It's really, really hard on people. There are people that are in bad family homes and there are people that are by themselves and there are people that are unhappy. And yes, you're allowed to be unhappy right now. This is a really hard time. And I can guarantee you sitting on Instagram and scrolling through pictures of other people that claim their life is so perfect and they are so happy and they are so beautiful and they're so whatever are probably feeling exactly the same way that you are. And I, yeah, I, I encourage people 
to kind of express that. And it doesn't mean you have to go public about it. And it doesn't mean you have to tell the world about how you feel, but it does help. Um, and you're not alone in being angry or being sad or being lonely. There's so many other people out there that feel that way. And it's not a good thing. I don't encourage being sad and lonely all the time. I don't think it's a good state of mind, but it's something that's very real. Um, and it's something that you can mm-hmm. definitely overcome. Um, there was there was another another like piece of advice or something that I was that I was listening actually earlier today, and it was a seminar with a bunch of different people talking in and just kind of having a conversation, and they were talking on this aspect of reality, um, and I don't want to get too deep into it on what is your reality and what do we define as reality, and. The reason it's so applicable for me is because I applied into acting the best that I can. So obviously I'm still learning. So I'm finding all these techniques and all these interesting points that I can apply and hone on, hone in on my skill. And, um, it's this concept of reality. And when I'm in a scene, that becomes my reality. So that's kind of the background of why I was watching this. And it, it was very eye opening to look at this and go, you know, one, you can be on social media and you can be looking at what other people are perceiving as their reality, or you can build your own and you can have this mindset viewing things from a positive angle, the best that you can, even if it's something small, uh, if it's writing down everything that you're grateful for, I think that's a really, really good way to start your day. Write down all your points of gratitude. Um, Write down all the positives. Uh, what I used to do, obviously, before this lockdown, and I know this sounds crazy, but what, what worked for me was finding a place where no one was, whether it's on a hike, on a hill, uh, on a beach, or I'd you know paddle a, a, a surfboard literally out to the back line at the beach, and I'd sit on the board, and I know this sounds – and i just scream. And I know that's weird, and it's very dramatic, and it's very over-the-top but it's the most euphoric feeling in the world to just sit and scream or, you know, to cry or to whatever. And I, 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 I keep reverting back to that, but I just, I, th- I think it's so important. Like you said, just phone on airplane mode and just feel dude, you know, like just go through the motions, go what you're going through. Um, yeah. And I think that kind of helps me to build my reality, you know, um, Mm-hmm. it's aliveness that's what it is like yeah, emotion exactly. is aliveness right exactly. exactly like that's the biggest thing and I think showing emotion is one of the best things that you can do for your aliveness because it literally is a release and like if you're feeling emotional I'm such a crier I cry all the time and it, <laughs> it's honestly so satisfying because if I feel the emotion instead of bottling it up I let it out and it's fine and it's good and it gets resolved. I think so many people, especially, you know, it's great coming from a man, you saying this, because a lot of men find it hard to show emotion and find it weak in a way, but it actually is powerful. And from the point of view, like I, from like a mature woman point of view, it's actually like attractive showing emotion, right? So that fear that men have, you know, to not show emotion is actually, you know, not as it's kind of doing the opposite of what they want. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I, I think the, the whole misconception in, in that relationship is that men don't want to evoke emotion uh, in case putting themselves in a state of weakness. 
um, and uh, they fear portraying to the opposite sex that uh, they're not stable. Um, and I think I think that is a very real element. I mean, you know, you wouldn't want to be with with a, a partner that can't back you because uh, they, you know, constantly in a negative space and they choose to be there. That's the difference. Um, you wouldn't want that. You know, a relationship's about two people and giving and taking at the same time. So, you know, you you want a significant other that can give as much as they can take. Um, so I, I, I think that's why dudes struggle with it um, in showing emotion. I also think naturally for a lot of guys, maybe they weren't raised that way. Maybe their situation led them one way. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like bottle it into, to one reasoning, but you are spot on in that guys don't like showing emotion. And half the time, maybe it's just because we don't feel anything, you know? Um, and I think, I think women are so switched on when it comes to the emotions that they're feeling and portraying them and evoking them. I think, I think women are so, so powerful at that. And I think it's something that guys can learn from. And I think recently we have, I think as we go forward, I think it's getting better and better. And, you know, men and women with all the movements that come into place about equality and, you know, um, giving power to different races and, you know, and, and genders, we're starting to find our feet with, it's okay for everyone to evoke. It's okay for everyone to have power. It's okay for everyone to be in a position of authority. Um, and that's really special. It's okay for everyone to have a time when they're weak and have a time when they're strong. Um, and I think that's the balance that we're kind of finding. Um, and there's, there's so many, influential people both male and female that are portraying this um i love looking at uh yeah i'm gonna go back to it i love looking at social media and you know media in general and seeing guys that just have that confidence to i don't care what it is paint your nails dye your hair cry scream sing like wear whatever you want do whatever you want and vice versa for women as well it's 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 such an open time for us right now and I'd encourage people to just go fully into that. And, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. as a, as a guy, I love my emotions. You know, I, I, I love that I overthink things. Um, and I love that I get anxious and I love that I long for deep relationships. And I love that I, you know, love feeling and I like people. I really, really love people. Um, and I think we all do in some way. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, I think you spot on with that. Yeah. I love that so much. So I, I just love the way that you see life and your kind of philosophies on everything. And I want to bring it back to what you do as you know, for a job, because a lot of people see acting and producing and directing and fame in a very specific way and they long it, right. They, they feel like it's like the, you know, the goal. And it would be so nice to have so much attention from the world and all that jazz. What do you like, what do you think about fame? What do you think about, like, how do you feel having hundreds of thousands of followers? How do you feel like, you know, I'm sure you get recognized because of your acting roles and stuff. Like, what's your perception on that? Because I feel like it's going to be really interesting. That's, that's a really good question. Um, I think, look, so Firstly, for me, like I, I, I hate talking about myself. Um, so I like talking about 
my point of views and the things that I'm learning and the things that I'm, you know, the, the, the space that I'm in right now and looking at my career, um, how do I feel about having lots of followers and getting the roles that I've got and people recognizing me? I, I just feel humbled to be, to be very honest. I feel extremely blessed. Um, the little boy inside me that wanted to act from 10 years old is still jumping and screaming and singing and so stoked about something that I did four years ago already. So, you know, it's, it, it, everything's kind of like, uh, it's something that I've always wanted. So it's almost like, I know it sounds very cliche, but it's like living in the dream that you've always been trying to achieve. And I think I'm so, so far from achieving it and I'm nowhere near as good as I want to be. And that's encouraging. And it, 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 it kind of keeps you pushing forward. And I think wanting to be better at what I love um, and the passion behind it and, you know, what stems at the core for me and why I act and why I love entertainment and, um, you know, everything, everything that surrounds it is not necessarily fame and attention. But I will be honest with you that receiving attention for anything that you've accomplished, everyone loves that. Um to get recognition uh, for something that you've worked very, very hard for and something that you've wanted for a very long time is extremely encouraging. Um, so I think fame in that, I, I don't, I don't think I've touched too much on fame, to be honest. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really consider myself famous. Um, not by the nearest shot, but I've had tastes of it. Um, and I have a lot of close friends that are in that light and in that circle. And I've seen them struggle immensely emotionally um, and psychologically with with the whole side of it. And I don't think it's all glitz and glamour. Um, I think people that truly love their craft um, and are in it for the passion and the drive and uh, the art form are kind of trying to veer away from the fame. Um, and trying to portray themselves in a different light that's more artist than entertainer, you know, uh, I'll, I'll stand in front of everyone and smile and, you know, make all of you happy. It's more, you know, I want to hone into the art of it and make you feel what I'm trying to portray, if, if, if that makes any sense. Um, but, yeah, to mm-hmm. directly answer your question in a, in a nutshell, um, just humbled. I, I, I feel humbled all the time. Uh, whenever I wake up and I feel negative and I, you know, take things for granted, I want to punch myself in the face um, because I have no, I have no reason to ever do that. Um, yeah, just constant gratitude and, and, and just feeling really blessed. Um, I love the people that follow me and support me, whether they're friends or people that I haven't even met. I think that's so cool. And I love that social media has given us that aspect that we can all come together and support each other. Um, yeah, and I love meeting new people and making new relationships and hearing from people. Um, so yeah, I hope that answers your question as, as directly as possible because it's such a huge topic. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. And I feel the same. It's like, you know, there's always those two types of people, the people that want fame just to have fame and you can tell who they are when they actually do get famous if they do. And then there are the people who I think for the most part in this, in this industry that just do it because they love the craft and the fame is kind of like a, 
you know, side effect and they don't love it. You know, they're not always putting on a show for the paparazzi and stuff. And they're just kind of like, I need to be in my own, uh, my own kind of space. So yeah, it's a really great way to think of it. And there was actually, I think The Rock did like an IGTV, IGTV about this. Uh, ben showed yeah. me, my boyfriend showed me the other day. And it's actually really interesting. You guys should go watch it. It's about fame. And someone asked him like, would you like being famous? And he is like, you know, he's super famous. And he was like, yeah, like I'm, I, I've come to the realization that I'm just indifferent about it. I shouldn't see it as a negative thing. I shouldn't see it as a super, super positive thing. For sure, it has its perks. But like, if you just kind of see it, if you're in the spotlight and you just see it as something that's just neutral, I think that's the healthiest way to kind of go about it. Mm. No, that that's actually, that's a really good way to answer the question of just, of just feeling indifferent and both sides of that have negatives and positives, right? Whether, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing to have fame, but you know, I, I think I'm still at very, very, very early stages of my career. My career is still in infancy, um, and I'm I'm super excited for the rest of it, um, and for what's coming this this year, and for for what's coming next year as well. And I think, look, if if, if fame does come, if that's on the table for me, um, I'll open it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll welcome it with open arms. Um, mm-hmm. and take it on the chin and try my best to deal with it the best that I can. Um, and just, you know, I, I think what's really important and the rock touched on that really well in that, in that talk, I watched the first like five minutes of it and actually fell asleep with my phone on my face, which is a horrible thing to do. But yeah. And, um, he, he, he touches on it there and just like for him, it's very about the people, right? It's, it's very about being a positive role model. Um, and just being someone that's motivating and someone that is encouraging to wake up and look at the photos and the videos. And, you know, he's, he's all about working really hard, um, and just being a positive light for people. And I think when people like that get given fame, that's really cool. Um, and I think in that situation, I'd encourage it for that type of person always. Um, if you're making a difference in someone else's life, then dude, make a difference in everyone in the world's life. If you can change one person, change 10. If you can change 10, change a hundred. If you can change a hundred, dude, you know, go for everyone. Um, and that's really cool. And I think that's positives to fame. Um, yeah, but it, I, I, I like that question. It's something that I definitely spend a lot of time thinking on and yeah, that was, that was a really good way to word it, Mimi. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. All right. Well, we are up for time. This has been such an incredible conversation, Josh. I love talking to you. I think so many listeners are going to get so much out of this and you just have so much depth to you. And I I'm so happy to be your friend and I'm so happy we met. And next time you're in Vancouver or next time I'm in South Africa or when our paths cross, we should definitely meet up and, and hang out. Cause I think you're really cool. And I just love what you do. So would you like to tell the audience about your new podcast, which is super exciting, um, where they can find you and where they can connect with you? Awesome. Once again, thank you so much for those kind words, Mimi. Um, yeah, thank you for having me on the show. I'm a huge fan of the show. I've listened to so many of your podcasts now, to be honest. Um, yeah, I started a podcast called Storytime. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, on Anchor, um, and also on YouTube. 
Uh, you can type in Storytime Joshua Ed, and it will come up, um, as well as on my Instagram, which is at Just Blame Josh. Um, yeah, Mimi, thank you so much for having me on the show. I genuinely appreciate this time. Uh, thank you for asking me questions and getting me to answer, but at the same time, getting me to think. Like I'm going to spend the next two hours of my night just writing and thinking. So thank you for your insights. Thank you for your opinions and for your questions. And yeah, I just, I, I value our relationship so much because once again about giving and taking, and you've got this great ability to give so much of yourself to people. So thank you for your time. Um, yeah. And thank you for allowing us to, to become friends. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. Bye guys.